Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk on to September you. September 11th. No, it is not. We are here today to talk hey guys, to you. It's not going to be the first 9 11 joke I made. We are here today to talk to you about. The Disney Channel classic, Tiger Cruise, a film um, of military propaganda. Military propaganda, American propaganda. It is American propaganda. But for children. also just like I so I had known about this movie that there's I will say also guys top of the show. It was in the middle of a sentence. This is important before we get into it, I'm sorry. Trigger warning. If yes. you are someone that is uncomfortable hearing about September eleventh, terrorist attacks. Unfortunately, that is, for lack of a better term, the meat and potatoes of this movie That's a, so it's going to be brought up a lot so if that that is something that upsets you and you don't want to hear about it i recommend not listening to this episode it's an excellent point emma thank you for bringing that up because also that's what i was kind of going to say is like i knew about this movie that there was a decom that had a connection to 9-11 i didn't know that i, knew and that I didn't know that when i selected it so i'm sorry well guys. i said in the episode i mean that's the one that has 9-11 but i had it. already said it you had and i'm fine with that and that's how it works Maybe we're gonna we were gonna have to do it eventually. But Once here's the your thing: your name comes out of the goblet of fire. There's no going back. But here's the thing, guys: this movie is not a movie that then relates to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. It is about 9-11. It is just full on, like... The Some could say in the first five minutes, there's an opening curl that yes. says September 2001. Nothing more ominous. No, nothing nothing well, okay. more ominous. So Emma's not going to get this reference, I don't think. Literally throughout the movie, they'll it's just kids having a fun time on an aircraft carrier, we'll explain. But <laughs> at, at a certain points, they will just cut to a full black screen and it just says September 10th. They like, are they are, they are like, marching us to it. It is, it is literally They're like September 9th at sea and I'm is, like god it is, damn it. It is literally like when you're playing a video game it's like oh in three days the world is gonna end and it's like one day remaining. No like, they are like, they have you like Majora's Mask. Literally. And it's just they're, I know where they all With are. men and women of the American military like they don't know what's coming for them. Yes no literally all of, I know exactly when they happen in the movie because every mm-hmm. single time I just write, yikes, 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 like, this is, it's happening. Um, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Also, the term Tiger Cruise is way too so fun for what this is about. Yeah, but also, it's a real thing. That's actually what it's called in real I know, life. and also, this actually happened. Oh, like, the 9-11 part of it? Like, it was the Tiger Cruise was going on during 9-11? Yes. Oh, I didn't know about that. I googled, okay, the it's, hate it says, and tear stuff is fictional. Sure. The obvious, like, like, the interpersonal stuff is all fictional. Sure. But there was a Tiger Cruise out, I think, from San Diego when 9-11 happened. So okay. that is based on something It, it that said really at happened. the end that it was based on real events. Yeah. So, so I didn't know if that just meant all of 9-11 or like, <laughs> or the specific... Hey kids, FYI, we didn't make up 9-11. Well, I don't know. You have to put disclaimers in for like legal reasons. When did uh, this come out? 2004. That's so soon to 9-11 to be Well, here's 9/11? the... Well, let's talk about this, is that this movie has a surprising cast and I feel like it was during that time of swell of like Patriot 
patriotism, and they're like, I will absolutely like be Like, Bill a- Pullman was looking to serve his country, and the best thing he could do was a decom? I, well, I also think they wanted to get Bill Pullman. Because, because of Independence Because of Independence Thank Day. God they, they, they were like, caught that. They were like, when this, he did this speech, I was like, they, they knew like, they needed to pay for Pullman. They were like, this man can do a speech. This man can do an inspiring he speech. He just has the gravitas. Yes. Like, that man is my president. <laughs> like, I, I was like, he played it in a few movies, I think, now the at president? this point. No, just a military person. Oh. There's something about his face and his his acting that he can play a military man very well. Sure, I agree with that. And he does do a pretty good job in this movie, but it's like, we'll get into it. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. I was honestly hoping they were just going to have him slide into the Independence Day monologue. Like, I was like, just let him do it. I feel like there's definitely a take of him out there just doing the Independence Day speech, and they're like, no, no, Bill, Bill, the 9-11 one. And he's yeah. like, oh, my bad, my sorry. My bad, sorry. Um, let's just get into it. There's going to be, like, as with all of the 9-11 stuff, there's not a really a good way to transition. No. Into this. Oh, but sorry, the one thing I was going to say. Except for we started that airbase, and this is where I'm going to start. Wh- who's pulling up in that fucking Ferrari? Did you see that? <laughs> no, what? It starts at, like, North Point, San Diego. Well, yeah, no, yeah I know we end in San Diego. Do we start there? They, like, too? show starting shots of, because it says North Point. Okay, then, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I just didn't remember. They so We start in San Diego, because I was like, I remember waking up. That's nice. No, we are geographically, and I was like, also, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get into more of the time. But they, they show a shot of a legitimately $4 million car. Like, okay, that's excessive. But, like, a million dollar fucking 1990, I think it's like a 98, like, Ferrari pulling up to the goddamn base. And I was like, well, we're going to see a following cut of who's coming out of that car. No. No follow-ups. It had to have been stock footage because oh, there's no way they paid for that car. Let me say two things But you quick. see multiple shots of it. I was like, what big shot's getting out of there? Let, let me say two things real quick. The thing I wanted to say about Tire Cruise is that is the 99% real... 99% stock footage. No, no, no. Hang on. About, about the term Tire Cruise is that, yeah, that's the real term is they do the Navy does this. They put on a cruise for like the naval family members, whoever. But I could not find why it's called a Tiger no. Cruise. Apparently, it seems to maybe have just been an arbitrary name, but it's called a Tiger Cruise. Everyone, all the civilians are called Tigers. And I was like, I figured why? I think it's like a code name. For, like get, the radio, they can't you, say kids, so they say Tigers. I know, but like, why did you pick that? Anyway. But, it's also so weird their spouses can't come. That's such a weird thing. I, what the fuck was, is that a real rule? They don't want people banging on the Tiger Cruise, Emma. What's the naval ship good for? <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, but yeah, my second point about Tiger Cruise, the movie, not the title Tiger Cruise, is this movie is held together by two things and two things Aiden only. Aiden here. Well, that's the, that's the char- that's like the character actor. I was talking about stock footage and green screen, baby. Oh, yeah. That is all this movie survives on. You know how the military like really worked with Tom Cruise to make Top Gun? They were not a willing participant in this film. They <laughs> refused... I feel and given it was 2004, they were fighting in Iraq. They had better <laughs> things to do. So they clearly, they clearly did work with the Department of Defense. There are Department of Defense people credited in the credits. Seriously, at least one of them, because clearly they're on, they're in like an actual drop, like dock for an aircraft carrier, but they, they do not let them on an They're aircraft. like, you are not going on deck of an aircraft carrier. We are not letting you take anything out to see. Anytime you need to see the sky and the ocean, they are green, green screen. screen. And, and com- stock footage of planes. The sky, stock footage of planes, but the compositing is so bad. Really bad. It looks like in Titanic where like they do the big sweeping shots of the deck and you can clearly see there are just CGI men who are yes. like kind of far away. It's basically that. It is so bad. It's just bad. so transparent when the actors are against a bad 
background. Yes. You, it's, it's really, really distracting how bad it is. And here's the thing. Emma already touched on there's it. Like, there's parts where, like, the women, they're, like, disappearing. Like, they're, like, they're, yes. the edges are fraying. And here's the thing. Emma already touched on it. Hayden Panettiere is the main character of this film. Bill Pullman plays her father. And they are both such good they're actors. They're in a different movie. And so, like, there are literally scenes where they're acting at each other, doing an incredible job. And I am so taken out of the moment because they are against the worst-looking fake time, sunset. I, go, we, I literally, Luke, there, you're going to read my notes as we go through it. Every single time I go, can we please give Pullman one scene that's not in front of fucking terrible CGI? Just put him on a set. Why is he behind CGI? Ever? It's it, is not, it is not CGI. It's it so is the worst composite it's, blue screen oh. bullshit. It's, it's so awful. distracting because he's doing. They're both doing a really good job, and I can't pay attention to them. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I well, we're still kind of flirting with the opening thoughts. I do want to say I kind of like this movie. This I is, mean, I enjoyed my time. I enjoyed it. It's not a movie I ever want to watch again because it's about nine eleven. No, yeah, you know, and like it's not a movie. How often do you say on a Wednesday night after work? Let me settle in with a movie you know, about nine eleven. I'm looking for a good time. Let's watch a movie about a child experiencing nine eleven. Yeah, it's not something I would recommend for like kicking your shoes off at night. But. It's it's a competently but it's a good movie. It's a competently made film aside from the compositing. I did so, when I was reading the credit crawl, I noticed a few things. Number one, um Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman is in this yes. holy shit. I yeah. wrote in all caps. I love Bill Pullman, guys. Just if you guys are young and if you haven't experienced Bill Pullman while you were sleeping, starring Sandra Bullock, one of Chicago's greatest rom coms. It's I love Bill Pullman. And I I'm over Bill Paxton, didn't man. really like him being disrespected in this movie. I didn't I didn't I didn't care for it. It felt in poor taste. What do you mean disrespected? Like by his daughter? Oh, yeah. By that, so- that awful man who was thought he knew better. Oh, Chuck. I didn't like anyone disrespecting um, Bill Pullman. So yeah, the thing about Hayden Panettiere, and I it took That's me a while. That's our president, you guys. It took me while to get there <laughs> also the also one second uh, before i finish on credits her brother is in this the little kid that's obsessed with ice cream Hayden Joey. Panettiere's little bro- real little brother the thing you have to remember about Hayden Panettiere and when watching this movie is that and it's hard because she is such a great actress and she it like feels like she's beyond her years is that she's supposed to be playing a 13 year old girl and like she's only concerned about herself and how she feels she's going through puberty it's a tricky time kind of a thing because she cut like Normally, I was getting ready while watching this movie to like, oh, I'm going to roast this girl on the podcast for like expecting her, I mean, spoiler alert, to that she's coming on this cruise to tell her dad to quit the Navy and he would just be like, sounds good, honey. Which um, she kind of she does kind of do- one She point. kind of does. But like, the thing is, is I realize in the moment is like when she's doing the speech, because again, this is a pretty well-written movie and very she well acted. She drives a monologue that, home yeah. at one point. And I was like, oh, I get where you're coming from because that's how you feel, but you're not just not thinking of the bigger picture, but you're, you know, a 13-year-old girl. That's just how you feel and I was like oh my gosh did, you guys have to remember did this character in, show death coming into this movie like Hayden Panettiere has already done like remember the Titans yes. like she's already played in the big leagues like this is a walk in the park for her like I don't think she broke a sweat and she broke several like watering tears that which mm-hmm. I for a child actor she had a tear rolling down her cheek she had her tears welling up when that kid was talking about all of Staten Island being dead like <laughs> I I was in Harassed by her. She put her whole panatiosi into this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> so we cut to the house. So, and of, then we cut to a screen of September 2001. And yes, I said, yikes. As Hayden Panettiere is packing her bags with Sam from iCarly. Janette McCurdy. Yes. It's her little sister. Little sister who's not in the movie for this one scene and one and scene And her teeth only. are so fucked up. <laughs> She's pegged up. The little sister is mad because Hayden Panettiere is going on the Tiger Cruise. And, and I guess the little sister always goes. The little sister's done it like 10 times and she's also, mad. Also, all right, I'm going to start saying problematic things. She 
she always goes on the Tiger Cruise. How many of these fucking things are there? I think there's one a year, right? This doesn't seem like a very good use of the taxpayer dollar. Why do we need to do this field trip once a year? I mean, I agree with you. You know those flights are paid for by the U.S. You know who's paying for those flights? Us. Oh, do you think so? The flights, too? Yeah, I think they're getting comped airfare. This is when you could fly for, like, a nickel. That's (laughs) true. That is true. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I think the basic gist of it is, like, they just find a really easy cruise of, like, Hawaii to San Diego that is just, like, open water, no big deal, and just say, yeah, bring some kids out, which is, like... And let us buy a fucking foosball table. (laughs) You hear that line where they're like, we put this in for the cruise, and I was like, hey, asshole, that's my (laughs) money. That's my money. Yeah, it does seem like a weird... And also, I mean... It's our defense budget at work, America. No, going back to our first point, it feels a little propaganda-y to be like, we gotta make sure the next generation knows how great it is to be in the Navy. Um, Do you think the Navy paid for this movie? I don't think they paid for it, but I, they definitely had had a hand in there. Like I was saying, the Department of Defense was involved. I could feel the shadow of Dick Cheney all over. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to see executive producer Dick Cheney, <laughs> like like in, like in Law and Order, is that yeah, Dick Wolf and Dick, Dick Cheney? <laughs> but yeah, the little sister is all mad that Hayden Pantier is going, and she won't tell her mom why she has decided to go. Yeah, also there was a there's a crazy fucking line where the sisters like blah blah. They there's this thing on board, and there's oh, this... Oh, the dog thing. machine. There's a dog machine, which is their ice cream machine, which comes back. Um, Do they call it a dog machine? Because it looks like dog shit. It looks like dog poo or dog food. Dog shit. Okay. I think so. Think so it they, went over my head the first it, time. It, well, it, it looked like a... Bl- but then they do a graphic shot that looks like something exiting well, a dog's ass. It wasn't It wasn't the shot for me. It's they put noises over it that implied a poop <laughs> joke. And I was like, I think that's where it comes from. Yeah, guys. There's a dog poop joke in this movie about 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're going to reference a lot of things that are in this movie. And then also mention, oh, by the way, 9-11 is two days away. <laughs> or it's happening right <laughs> or, now. Yes. There's also... So the sister says a line like, blah, 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 all the stuff on the ship. There's an ice cream machine, like we call it the dog machine. And the older sister, Hayden, snaps out and goes, oh, I know how an aircraft carrier works. And I go, do you? You're 13. Yeah. And you've never gone on this cruise. Uh, so yeah, I, do, I don't know how an aircraft carrier works. Do you? Um, I mean, I wouldn't have expected there to be a free ice cream machine. Me either, on that that's crazy. It's not a goddamn Disney that's cruise. That's my money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's packed her stuff up. She, mom's this mom take her. also has the exact haircut Meg Ryan has in You've Got Mail. And that's why I was like, this movie came out. Came well, out. she's only in it for one scene. It could be Meg Ryan doing like a pay scale cameo. Like, I do not know what her was doing. I also like. had Meg Ryan on the mind because I was thinking about Bill Pullman and I was thinking about Sleepless in Seattle. But my my point is, is that's how I knew the mom's haircut dated this movie for me instantly. I was like, this could not have been made post-2006. Oh, you no, got that haircut. You know what I mean? So I was like, we're fresh off 9-11 making mm-hmm. this movie, which mm-hmm. is bold. But so, yeah, she packs her stuff up. She leaves. Um, and then we're going to do a couple check-ins around the country. Oh, God. And we're going to start oh. off with the worst do one. Do you like any of these kids? Uh, I wouldn't say I like them. I what I didn't find them as annoying as I thought they were going to be. I thought I was going to end up hating Tina, but I she, uh, she, she grew on me. She grew on. She grew, she grew on me. Well, she gets the most focus compared to Joey, who is like nothing. And then this one here, which is Anthony. I fucking hate him. The, uh, you he has no arc. You didn't need Anthony. The, the reason they needed Anthony. He's an asshole the whole time. The, the reason they needed Anthony until first, Staten Island burns. And first of all, they needed Anthony for reason number one is because whatever and I'm assuming white guy wrote this movie. Did you not? feel deeply uncomfortable the way he wrote him and his grandpa driving to the airport just being like oh of course 
course, this kid loves hip hop, and the dad's like, "Oh, that's whack." But then and like, he also is drum. Well, you, that's how you know it was written by an out of touch older white man because yes. he's got drumsticks and he's drumming yes. along to rap. No, that's and yes. I was like, Wouldn't that's, he be into rock? That's music? my point. If he's is, a drummer, he would like rock. He, he's drum on everything, kid, which is one of my favorite. They tropes. also use the term whack. They're like, "That's whack," and yeah. I'm like, "This feels racist." Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Way, like, it watching made me, these characters say this dialogue feels racist. It made me feel uncomfortable. Like I felt like an, an out of touch old white guy was like, "How does a black family from New York sound and but talk? Then, what do they talk but about?" But then I felt like when they were on the aircraft carrier, and this is my own bias because I found him to be absolutely hot. The older brother <laughs> that he's going to visit, who's like, he works on uh, with the planes on the aircraft carrier. He's I don't. I recognized it from something too, and I, I should go. I didn't look it up. But he was really, really attractive. When they were doing scenes together, I felt like it was better. But that oh, you first mean the one, two scenes they do yeah, together? Because I feel like all their scenes had to be cut. Because like yeah. I think they were queuing something up for the. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They don't have an arc. Like he's just like an asshole the whole but, time, and then at the end he's like, "I'll call Grandpa later. Get the fuck off my aircraft carrier." But the problem is they had to keep him because they needed the New York strong monologue. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, we gotta have a New York kid, and he doesn't even, for lack of a better term, land the plane. He doesn't land it. He doesn't not do a great job. You could have cut him entirely, give it to Tina, no one would have known. She should have been from New York. Yeah, it would have been fine. And that would have helped her arc of understanding the gravitas of the military. Yes. Because I did like that arc. Yeah, because Tina, we cut into Tina. Tina is a shill for the United <laughs> States Navy. Tina is a scout. <laughs> she is. That's not the same thing. She all she she will not. She sh- is saluting into the mirror. She is saluting. She has a white glove on. She so her sister is a full on Top Gun Navy pilot. Her sister is a badass. <laughs> I understand why she's so obsessed with her sister. Her sister. First of all, her sister, gorgeous. Most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Second of all, you know how I know this was 2004? She has the Halle Berry Monsters Ball haircut. She does have the Halle Berry haircut. When she won the Oscar, she has the exact same fucking haircut. And guess what, guys? She's the only other woman alive to pull it off. She looks amazing. (laughs) And a Top Gun naval pilot. She flies the fucking planes. This woman should have been in Top Gun (laughs) 2. I liked her better than that girl we got, Phoenix. This girl is cooler. I was bummed we never got her code name, though. We never get her flight. She's part of, like, Stinger Squadron. That's but classified. That's classified. She's done a lot of black ops. This woman has never seen comments, no, by the way. No, of course not. No, no. these people no. are, except for maybe Bill Pullman. He was in the Gulf War. Yeah. They say that. Um, but so uh, we check in to Tina. She's in uh, <laughs> Seattle or St. No, I think she's yeah, I think she's Seattle. And then we check in with Joey, who's like Hayden Pantier's St. brother. Louis. He's St. Louis. And he's like eight. And his dad's dropping him off. He's flying solo. I knew solo. it was St. Louis because I was like, oh, St. Louis, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it also just says St. Louis. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be here long. <laughs> um, but then, <laughs> but then we do, we do all these cut-ins, and then we get the, the thing again, which is, like, September 10th. <laughs> like, ticking t- time, ticking Mom, time. But so basically, term. they're all flying to Hawaii. They're meeting up with the USS Constellation, which is the aircraft carrier. They're going to be out for their Tiger Cruise. And then they're sailing to San Diego. San Diego. It's like a four or five-day cruise kind and of I, thing. This is what I said in my notes here. Which you answered. I said, is this really something they do? Yes. This seems like a flight of fancy from a pre-9-11 world. Like, this seems like we were just, we had nothing to do. We were just burning fuel. Like, I feel like once 9-11 happened, I don't think Tiger Cruises were happening so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were, dude, they were I funding. I think people were busy. Some of the money was flowing different places. But they, yeah, they all meet up on the plane. Tina just won't shut up about the airplanes and the whatever and blah, but, okay. blah, blah. Anthony give, is drumming on everything. Oh my fucking God. Okay. Um, to give the screenwriters credit, because I have to give credit where credit's due because I always come for them. This was a smart way to information dump. Have the girl be a Navy nerd. 
So mm-hmm. Tina is a freak and obsessed with the aircraft carrier. And she's like gnawing off the ear of the woman next to her on the plane. Like, kind like, of does this. Constellation, blah, blah, blah. Gives all the facts about the aircraft carrier, what her sister does. It was a very smart way to do exposition without doing that needless voiceover of that they always do that then they give up on. I do need to jump in real quick in that her sister's name is Grace, but it's Grace Torres. Emma was thinking of Connie Torres, the mother from Ooh, Camp Rock. Dude, they call Con- Constellation Connie. Oh, we said like Connie does this. Yeah, this the aircraft carrier. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're on a first name basis with the aircraft yeah, I mean, the carrier. The aircraft carrier are very close. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we also fought in the Gulf War together. <laughs> um, me and Connie. Me and Connie. You never, you never want to see. Um, the one thing that this scene, and I agree with you, but the one thing that this scene didn't do for me is we cut from the plane to them taking the bus to the Navy base, and all of a sudden, Hayden Panettiere, which are, Maddie is her name, right? Maddie? Maddie. I don't remember the yeah. last name. Everyone's um, name in 2004 was Maddie. Is Maddie, and she's next to Joey. And How do they know each Joey other? Joey is acting like she's, they've been talking for, like, they've known each other for I, years. Well, I was like, wait, are they, do they live in the same area? And I was like, no. no. Do no. they know each other from an old Tiger Cruise or your parents' friends? Or it almost it? gave me the vibes of two things. Number one, cut scene. No, or no. number two, that they were having a problem getting the little brother to act. And they were like, all right, well, he's just going to need to be best friends with Hayden because mm-hmm. she's making him comfortable because yes. that's her real little brother. All, I, I could sell them, like, but it wasn't in the script. And they're like, all right, you guys are besties now. Like, all you had to do in my book was mentioned that he was friends with the little sister like they had done the past couple together and then when she wasn't coming he's like all right i'll hang out with you you're the older sister form some kind of a connection because she is like she's like let me help you find yeah, she's mom. like, like yeah, do she's, you know his mom yeah she's like his big sister now basically she's well, like she's in real life too yeah yes literally because she's like my mom's gonna be there right and she's like i bet you bet so joey it just gave me the vibes of uh, directly like oh my god this fucking child actor just pretend you're his sister just get him to say the lines like i i, I feel like they were over it but this is the first time we really get the compositing <gasps> Is the buses, the buses, they couldn't drive the buses like onto the actual area where the aircraft carrier is. So they just had to like Photoshop them out and put them into like stock footage of the aircraft carriers docking. Literally, I have like 17 notes about how bad the compositing because you just never get used to it. But yeah, they all get off the bus. They meet their loved ones. Anthony just full on hates his brother right to his face. Uh, Tina is all excited to see her sister, Grace. Grace is kind of the best character because she's so fun um, and happy. Yeah, she's great. They have Bill Pullman come out to talk to Maddie and he is clearly in a real brick and mortar like hanger but Did she Bill need- Pullman not want to come to set Sundays like, I feel like they shot some shit with him in a different location well no I think it was I think it was just for this specifically is they had like the hangar they could use that was like on land and he's supposed to be coming out of the hangar and she's supposed to be coming onto the ship. And so they had to see, we had to cut between her against the background and him in the hangar. And it just throws into stark relief how fake like her the, background well, is. Well, when he runs up to his mom, when Joy runs up to his mom, her edges are fading away like a Back to the Future photograph because that's how bad it oh, is. Oh, everyone's hair has like that little green yeah, ring yeah, yeah, yeah. around the fray down, especially Hayden Panettiere's. But I wouldn't, I, I, I do wonder if like they could only get Bill Pullman for like a certain that's, amount of schedule. I think he had like five days. Because they're like they they later. That's they, why it's all on the bridge. Yeah, well, no, they take her up to the bridge, but then he has his own special room in the bridge. Yes, that, yes. Like I, a lot that, of their scenes take place just one on one. I think yeah. they had him for a few days, and that was it. I wouldn't be surprised. That's a good pickup. Oh, and then we also meet- guys also like this is I, I have to just go back in my count. I will say, I have said a lot of shit about this movie. I teared up multiple times. Multiple I, times. I, I, I got chills. I knew. I, I, got, I was like, I'm I just going to cry. I got chills. The first time that I teared up, and that's when I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Something's wrong with me because this isn't even sad yet. It was when they were on the plane, and she shows the woman a picture of her sister. And she's like, this is my sister. She's a naval aviator. I'm tearing up now talking about it. <laughs> 
Emma, you don't have an older sister that you look up to. But I wish I did. She is legitimate. You don't Her look face up to is me. bright red. You don't look up to me. Well, because you're not a Top Gun Maverick. And maybe that's maybe why. <laughs> It was, she was so proud. It was so beautiful. I like how we started this body. I feel like, yeah, this was freaking military propaganda. And then, like, and it worked. 15 minutes in, Emma's in tears. Oh, we make the best propaganda. Uh, she meets up with her dad. The dad is like, oh, you've grown because I haven't seen you in like five years, it sounds like. I don't know. This dad's never. Oh, grown. also, you know how you know it's um, pre 9 11? They were moving around that airplane like it was a fucking bus. <laughs> there was no rules. The flight attendants were wearing lays. It seemed like a party. And I was like, that shit's not going to last very long. Yeah. You're going to take your give, shoes give, off. Give it a literally a couple days. <laughs> uh, I bet they all showed up for their flight like 10 minutes beforehand. Well, that was, at the very <laughs> end, they get off. <laughs> Such a horrible joke. <laughs> Such a bad joke. They... <laughs> With so many liquids. <laughs> God damn it. They get off the fucking carrier. I don't know if we can release this episode. I feel so bad trying to make light of 9 11. This movie did it. They get off the fucking carrier. And Hayden's like, Hayden's like, feels like we're in an enemy port. I'm like, yeah, 9 11 just happened. Wait, this- Shit's gonna be different now. I think that we're, we're not even there yet, but I think that's the title of the episode is guys, 9 11 just. And then underneath it, shit's gonna be different now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh- <laughs> I'm, just, I'm scared about putting this episode out. Also, I on the airplane hangar, when they're all greeting each other, I mean, Joey's hyped, but he's, what, yeah. five? Yeah. But, like, I'm like, why is everyone so pissed about this cool Top Gun vacation? Not knowing what's to come, I would be hyped. This seems, seems fun kind of fun. fun. I think I'm Team Tina. They are, like, ice cream, game room. Yeah, you know. sleep in a bunk. I think it's, it's pretty like, It's part military, part, it's part military air show and part Disney cruise, yeah, basically. Yeah, right? I was like, like, I was like, and the kid, Anthony was, like, so pissed. He's such no. a dick to his brother. And I was yeah, like, like, you want to go back to Staten Island, my boy? We have a real king of Staten Island over here. Emma's laughing, but I'm making any noise. Oh, the fact when he said Staten Island. I, I gotta get to that scene. Oh, God, okay. Um, But, yeah, he, the dad hasn't okay, seen his daughter in a long time, and we meet Chuck, who is this old ex-Marine guy who's there to visit his but son. But is that the same guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Or is that Scully? a different man that looks just like the guy from the other movie? No, it is not Scully from Are Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Are you sure? I'm very the sure. The male man from the chimp movie. I'm very sure that's they not the same person. They look very similar. Are you going to IMDB it because you don't mm-hmm. believe me? Emma's looking it up. It's not the same guy. But then, they, so they all they all meet up with their loved ones and then they go below deck to their bunks, um, which are like these really tight corridors of bunk beds. Chuck is bunking under Joey. There's kind of a decent- You know what I know? the brother from i'm gonna let you guys in on a little thing about me i watched a lot of usa network including some shows no, we've made that very clear we watched a lot we've referenced psych all the time on this show is that characters welcome usa is characters welcome yeah, yes I, tnt is we know drama we know drama okay you i welcome characters and i welcomed characters throughout most of my high school experience so there's a lot of USA shows that like, may have going? gotten one season. Where is this I watched going? religiously. He played TK in this USA series called Necessary Roughness. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember commercials for it. Well, on I during watched, Psych. Well, I watched it, and he was in it, but it was pretty soon canceled. I'm guessing based off the she's title, a, she's sports, a thera- sports therapist. Therapist for yep. professionals. Got it. Team. Got it immediately. They all go to their bunks. Joey's bunking above Chuck, and there's a pretty decent. Oh, he also. Oh my, oh my god, Emma, you're Lucas, not gonna Lucas, let me get through. I'm sorry, this. you're gonna now you're gonna know who he is. This is this man's an actor. He's been in a lot. So 
I'm just, I mean, I, I'll skip the things Luke won't know. You know what you're going to know him from. <laughs> just say mm-hmm. it. The SVU episode. No, no, yes, no way. Where he plays Prince Williams, the, the, the famous basketball player who was molested by his coach. No. And he needs to come out and admit that he was molested in order to convict the molestating coach of his other now crimes. And they're like, Prince, come on, you have to do it. That sounds kind of familiar, I guess. But there's no way I would have... his shoe print, like they find... There's like, no they way find I would have Prince, enough recall like, and, for this. And they find... Guys, Wait, they find like, Prince or his name is Prince? His name is Prince, but he has like his own shoes, like Jordan. So there's shoe prints by Prince. Yes, yeah, so, okay. yeah, so it's, but it's like he has his own. Who's on first? He has his own distinct shoes. And that's how like they know that one of his, that he was there at the crime scene. They're like his shoes. You guys should see the face I'm making at Guys, right Lucas, you lose. I thought you were <laughs> on my level with SVU. I know what you're, I, this sounds familiar, but there's no way in a million years I would look at that man and I know exactly what that, what exactly the entire episode. A plot. basketball superstar who molested by a child. Great, thank you. So Joey's bunking over Chuck. I, I, oh, also, I don't know if we said this, but Bill Pullman's big time. He was getting saluted oh, on the yeah, bridge. He's, he's, and then he said, meet me on the bridge, and I was okay. like, oh, he's big time. Let's talk about this real quick. He's second in command of this ship. He's in charge of the ship. Yeah. He does. He gives all the big speeches, and I was like, why not just make him the captain? Well, the captain's steering. <laughs> How confident are you of that that's what the captain does 24-7? He's got to drive. You who's, think the who's captain... Driving? Who's driving? I don't... I'm not even... I was really confused about Bill Pullman's job, though. That's what I'm was, saying. He's, was enough, he's, he was giving the Independence Day speech, and then moments later was, like, coordinating Delta Airlines flights for kids yeah, out all, of the bunker. I was you, like, why are you doing yeah, that? Yeah, all you needed was a line saying... And the he's, captain, like, you're, he's like, you're the planes that are leaving the hangar, and then I'm like, he's like, and also, can I get so-and-so on United 74 back to Philly? And I'm like, what's happening? All all you needed to say was that the captain was busy doing something of like national security concern because you know 9-11 just happened but for some reason when 9-11 does happen which I can't believe I'm saying this in our comedy podcast mm. when it does happen About he is the Disney one Channel original movie. he is running the show on everything but like I'm saying the biggest stuff from motivating everyone to the minutiae of how are these kids getting back to their homes right and it feels like that should maybe some of that should be the captain's job is all I'm saying and some of it should have been someone lower than him's job yeah. Uh, Maybe it's the point now where she's like obsessed with not being called a uh, Navy yes, rat. Yes, because so I've annoying. been trying to get there for like five minutes, but you just wouldn't shut up about Law and Order SVU. Sorry, I just Because Joey's bucking above Chuck. There's a decent joke about him wetting the bed that reminded me of Home Alone. And then we cut to the girls' dorm, and it's not a dorm, the girls' bunks, and Tina and uh, Maddie are bunking together. She finds Tina immediately annoying, as we all did, but they become slowly best friends, um, as we kind of do, because she kind of She's just, like, openly rude to her. Yeah, because she's, like, trying on her sister's hat, looking in the mirror, being like, I can't wait five more years, I'm joining the Navy, blah, 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 blah. And then a someone's like, oh, your dad wants to see you. She goes, oh, your dad's, like, the CEO. That must make you an army brat. And she Navy goes, brat. Navy brat. And she goes... I'm not a brat. Like, it's not an offensive. It's a cute little term. Yeah, but I mean, as I said, she's a 13-year-old. She's got a lot of angst boiling over. Yeah. I get her gripe, which is like not having to move all the time and being the new kid. But I don't really get her gripe with the term Navy brat. Yeah, I, I was. I wrote in my notes. I'm, I'm really excited to see where they're going with this. And it's not really anywhere. But yeah, she goes to see her dad. They have the conversation like I was talking about. Or no, no, excuse me. That doesn't happen in the bunk. They go and get lunch first and they're sitting in the mess. Because he this. says, get something to eat. Yeah, get something to eat. That's what it is. So he, someone comes, they get something to eat, then come up. They they have lunch. They do the whole rev up sequence of the Why aircraft carrier. Why don't we watch the minutia of that aircraft carrier leaving? We're they, watching people talk because, into radios. Because they could put in a lot more stock footage for that. They're like, well, nine, right, here we go. Yeah, and we're like, and Bill Pullman's like, I'm like, 
what does this have to do with the plot? I thought something was going to go wrong because I was like, has to be a reason we're watching this minutia of a mm-hmm. ship leaving. There's not. But yeah, they the ship takes off. They go have lunch. No, She's... there's a Pearl Harbor history lesson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. You that. missed the Pearl Harbor I, speech? I didn't miss it. I just, there's already so much to unpack. Because guess what, guys? This was the second time I started crying. <laughs> you cried when they all salute the USS Arizona? <laughs> no, it was right before that when they're talking about Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> and by talking about a Pearl Harbor, I mean that old man just leans over them and goes, a thousand men died that day. The bombers were coming. We As no FDR idea. said, a, a date, date w- which will live in infamy. And they were like gliding past the memorial. And guys, it's called foreshadowing. And then I started, to, I didn't cry, I teared up a little. Excuse me, you're tearing up a little bit now again, I think. <laughs> but they go, also a great but so cut reference where Tina goes, you mean like the movie? And yes. I'm like, bitch, you don't even know what Pearl Harbor is, you want to be the Navy? <laughs> But speaking, so we cut from this somber scene to her doing caricatures in the lunchroom. And then we're, and also planes are taking off. Yeah, well, that's- We watched the, some planes That's like off. the rev up sequence. And I wanted them to play Danger Zone. They, well, they, they didn't they have the could, rights. No, they could not afford Kenny Loggins. But yeah, Maddie's thing is that she's like an artist. I kept expecting that to come up Okay, in some she was way. a doodler in the beginning. She Or like a little like- art class girl and by this scene, she's, she's a, a caricature, she's a caricature <laughs> artist i was just like what okay like on the boardwalk like literally that very like professional quality of... doesn't that happen in another movie rip girls that happens in rip girls what? he's a caricature artist don't you remember that oh remember? yeah like, <laughs> yeah the guy like puts a caricature of her on the he's board he's like an artist then all of a sudden his art is caricatures yeah yeah you're right but so they are sitting and she's get drunk characters. They get food. We get the the ice cream machine. It looks like dog poop. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, this one over my fr- head the first time because my note is I did not get the dog machine joke. Is it because it looks like shit? It's the second time you see it because don't worry guys, they show it to you twice that they put that weird sound effect. It's not this first time. I was just kind of like, what's the joke here? Um, it's it is that it looks like dog shit. I think. And then so then this guy comes up to her being like, hey, let's let me go and take you up to your dad. And, and I said, this guy is super hot. And then Tina, a thirteen year old child also says hubba, hubba. <laughs> and she gives him like a wry flirty smile like hey and then he gives her a wry flirty but, smile okay. and i was like you are a grown man at youngest 26 years old absolutely and i want to say he has a will they or won't they with hayden panettiere this entire movie i don't, and know. I don't know i don't know he about that coming back he keeps coming well, because they have like four scenes together well because they because bill pullman wasn't available and they had to give her someone else in the navy to but talk this to was, they don't set him up as hubba hubba in the, the first scene i'm like what is this fucking will they or won't they with this 26 year old man this 13 year old girl it, it rubs me the real the wrong much like the much like the new york black family scene i was like this is not good <laughs> also i wrote i was like oh my notes here are so funny guys i wrote oh this guy is super hot and i was like damn i wish there was like hot guys their age like could you imagine like other, like there's other like hot guys in the tiger cruise then it's like a mary kate and ashley vacation movie they both have love interests and then i wrote oh wait this movie is about nine eleven. <laughs> i had to let myself get away from like what i thought this movie could be and then i remember where we were going we also just have too many characters as it is i don't need love interest i could have cut some but people for some we hot should, guys we should reference though by the way is they are i think definitely on the older end of the spectrum for kids doing this most of them are like around joey's age yeah, they're like small. Uh, like six to ten i would say they're like the they're the few teenagers but yeah she goes up to the bridge and then tina comes with her and i was like why are you coming you this is like a personal father daughter she was just following 
that hot guy in like Twitter's 18. I guess. Go with God. But they have a discussion where he shows her to his special room on the bridge. And he's like, you know, I was I was really surprised when you wanted to come on board. I was wondering if you want if there was something specific you wanted to like ask me or something like that. And she just goes, maybe later, like I'm going to go do the paper airplane contest. What were the rules of that fucking contest? Well, it's also it not chaos. It's also not a paper airplane contest. They're like those little wooden gliders you would get at like Chuck E. Cheese's. Like it's not like folding but paper. But also the paper airplane contest wouldn't be like which one flies the farthest. They're just catching they're just nets. They're just catching nets. There's a score component. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like the key scene from Harry Potter. They're just like grabbing them out of the air. I was like, yeah. who's making those? Who's winning? It was chaos. They, yeah, we get some of that. And then we do an interlude where Anthony walks out of the paper airplane contest and just onto the deck of an active yeah, cricket. Yeah. And he runs into a Navy serviceman. And I thought he was going to be like, hey, son, sorry, son, sorry this is restricted. Because he says, we have some flights going on. But he, And so he, I was expecting to be like, you can't go out this way. But he says, "Don't no hats out on the flight deck. Yeah. And he's like, Psh, whatever. And he puts his hat back on, walks out, the hat blows away. And I was like, dude, you are on an active military yeah. runway right now. He's got his big puffy coat on. And he's getting like blown around in the wind. He's like, oh, this is fun. Ha 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 ha. And then freaking Tina trips. and Maddie come out of nowhere just from like behind a plane. But he trips. He trips. They scream Anthony. And I said, when did you learn his name? Yeah, I've never seen you learn his name. <laughs> never seen you guys interact. Had to have been a cut scene. I thought he was going to go in and we were going to see a search and rescue. Well, I but did, then I was like, we don't have money. For well, that. I did think that because at a certain point while they're doing like the starting like festivities, they put on like a show of some exercise and one and of them, one of them is a, a, like a helicopter rescue out of, out of here. Like, like a sailor of road. But yeah, he goes over the edge and there's just like a net down there that he falls into and he's fine. That was pretty close. Oh, call. yeah. I mean, I feel like he would still be in massive trouble. Yeah, and again, I, I'm like, I don't think any They also get in trouble for being on the flight deck scenes later. Well, that's when they're like actively is like takeoffs happening. But like there's that. We also then cut down to the kitchen where we catch back up with Danny and his dad. Danny is not a sailor. He's a uh, chef in the Navy. Although I guess maybe you're also technically a yeah. sailor. I don't know how that works. But he works. Sure, you got to do some. He works in the kitchen. Oh, also, I'm sorry. I apologize. I forgot this massive piece of foreshadowing. The dad says he was in the Marines and he kind of is dismissive of his fact that his son is just a Navy cook. And he says, even in an earlier scene, your uncle works in the Pentagon. All you got to do is give him a call. I and miss I, that. And I'm sure he can transfer you out kind of a thing and like get you a better position. And he says that like when he comes on the ship, and then he cuts down to the the kitchen and is like, you could be moved out of here. And I was like, how much, how far can you get transferred out of a kitchen? Like, I don't care who you know at the Pentagon being like, oh yeah, this guy who was a cook, he's a commanding <laughs> officer now. Like, I think there's some steps that you got to follow first. But like, Danny's really happy with being a Navy chef. He likes where he is. He says, sailors got to eat. My, you know, it's an, impor- back. it's an important job I do. I missed that Pentagon call at the beginning. I, I recognized it, but I didn't put two and two together about why that would be ex- significant. Spoiler alert 911 and so I don't feel comfortable with how much we're saying 9-11. There's no way around it. I just want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like what I'm doing, but there's nothing else we can do. Then it cuts to maybe the best scene in the, the game movie. Room? Oh, do, is this, this is just one that they show the game room. And yeah, like, we I got this put in for tire cruises. And I was like, this is a waste of taxpayer money. Um, I was going to jump to the sunset heart to heart. Yeah, on yeah. The this is, they actually put their whole Panatee, Pelosi Panatee, and Panatee in this scene. <laughs> 
Wait, 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 what would it be for Bill Pullman? The pl- Pelosi. Pelosi, yeah, his Pelosi. Now I have to keep it the in from Pelosi. earlier. Yeah, <laughs> now I have to keep it in from earlier. But this is genuinely, and I don't know if it's because of the movies we've watched recently or something, this is the best heart-to-heart I've I, seen in a Disney Channel original movie in so long. I can't think of one that competes. Only slightly undercut by the terrible green screen background. I Every single time he talks, I'm like, I would just love to watch Bill Paxton a real Pullman. Pullman act without this goddamn green screen behind him. It's so fucking annoying. I will say that my few notes on the scene, while very, very good, she, like you're saying, is so grounded in reality. I actually feel like I think he has, I think they. it's a great scene because when you're having a good scene like this where it's just dialogue and they're in an argument, you should understand both people, person's point of view and they should be both butting up. They should be in an argument, but they both have like ground to stand on. Otherwise you're just like, shut the fuck up. You don't have any ground to stand on. They both have ground to stand yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I was saying is that she kind of doesn't have ground to stand on because she She's like, I want you to quit the job you've been doing your entire life because of how it makes but me feel. But as a feel, 13 year old girl, that's what I'm saying. She has yes. gone to town. Absolutely. And she sells that. I will say maybe they were going for emotionally stunted military man, but I don't think he did a great job really explaining his position. He kind of lets 9-11 do that for him later on. Yeah, I listen. But it's like where he, like the, she's like trying to get something out of him. And he's like, what a sentence. He just goes, this is what I do. Okay, maybe let's try to explain it to your daughter and be like, I went to the, the, the academy for so long and these people depend on me. He doesn't really get into that until much later. In this monologue, he's like, I've worked hard. It's what I do. And I'm like, okay, more. Explain it to the 13-year-old girl. I do think Bill Pullman is good. I don't want to disrespect Bill Pullman, as Emma said. I won't stand for it. So if you do, don't but you But I think he absolutely nails the military man guy in charge parts. But the, like you're saying, the stunted military, emotionally stunted military dad parts where he has to act off Hayden Panettiere, I don't think he lands it quite that well because he just feels too subdued. Like even in moments where he's supposed to be like, hey, I do love you and stuff. He doesn't, he just kind of feels like he's reading his lines a little bit. And that's fine. He gets it right when he needs to get it right. But I'm just saying it he seems like this. He right, though. He flips something on for that speech at the end. Well, it's because he was like, I know what I, I know how like, to do this. He flipped into like sport mode. Like there was something, there was life behind his eyes that wasn't there before. He hit the nitrous button yeah. on that part. Um, But yeah, basically the long and short of it is, is that he's away from home like most of the year. And so he doesn't really get to see his family and Hayden Pan is fed up with not seeing her dad because when he's home they're so happy and it's like the best part of her life and so she says I want you to quit doing the Navy and her other point is we're always the new kids and it's never fun because they have to move so much she went to a ton of different elementary schools there was a crazy line in there which I know this is just early 2000s slang meaning stuff differently than it does now but she's like they jumped us because we were the new kids I go they jumped you yeah because he he asked her about school earlier and she's like it's only been I'm September dad it's only been there a couple I've only been there a couple of days or whatever and he's like how well how the first couple days and she's like fine like very surface level and now this scene is where it comes back for her to be like no actually i, I already got in a fight i got detention somebody jumped um, me they also he also references their family dog and we didn't see the family dog at the beginning i don't think so i thought she the dog drew it oh she drew it it was in I, her drawing i thought the dog had died while the dad was away so it just would have been an incredibly like Ooh. but yeah he kind of does he he doesn't say like no you're crazy like he's just kind of said this is what i do and i understand i understand your feelings but like i've worked really hard to get where I am kind of a thing is like well we'll talk about it when I'm home kind of a thing she's like no when you're home when we're too happy different, we're, we're happy. too happy I want to talk right now and you're just trying to blow me off and she kind of storms away and I was like I do understand where you're coming from again a 13 year old girl but I was like did you just expect to have one sentence like dad I'm sad quit your job and you'd be like all right I'm gonna uproot Let's my entire, here. entire way of life 
And now I think it's September 12th or <laughs> September 10th. I went, I went to the day after, not the day before, because we get that uh, that black screen. And then I think this is actually the scene where we see the dad, the dad and his cook son, but whatever. Yeah, and I said, because I have the note, I like the arc of this old man that appreciating his chef's son. Yes. This will turn. I just thought it was earlier because I, I had a note in the last part about why is so much of this Tiger Cruz just having random civilians wander around an airline carrier. And this- That was so annoying. And this he, guy just gets lost in the aircraft carrier. He starts John McClaning it. I didn't like even a, like pay it, attention to that. I it was stupid. It was a dumb bit. Uh, but he gets lost. This is the, the second ice cream shot though, because my note is that ice cream shot was graphic. Yeah, I'm sick. Uh, also, that's the tight cam where they put a noise behind it. Also, Joey's whole thing is just he's always eating ice cream. That's that's that kid is gonna get. He has no real Ill. no real character or um, arc or any emotional ties with his mom. He's just about ice cream. Fine, whatever. I was on a Disney cruise as a child where they had the unlimited ice cream machine. I understand. I got it every from. time I watched. Yeah, you could. You can't not. It's what do you, you want to lose money? on this did disney model itself after a tiger cruise when did they introduce them was it before or after well tiger? they just have the one machine as part of like the the commissary disney had like a whole wall of machines i'm saying what if they did research for tiger cruise and they say you know what you know what wait a minute this is brilliant they said call up mikey eisner we got an idea <laughs> what's still eisner 2004 I was no idea. i think so i would love to see this cross mike eisner's desk of like yeah. hey boss we're making a movie about this feels like uniquely his idea <laughs> But no, so they go on the flight deck. They're doing they're doing an and like a full air show today. Like their planes are launching. Tina wants to take some pictures of Grace taking off in her plane. That's what I'm saying. Like fuel is expensive. <laughs> and it's gonna get more expensive when this war <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be more expensive uh, tomorrow. Literally starting tomorrow. And it's like we're doing air shows for these fucking kids? I mean, I guess it's an excuse to like keep the equipment warm because Lord knows it's not doing anything else until two days Tomorrow. from now. Until two days from now. But so freaking they, she tries to talk, talk like they're talk to people and she tries to sweet talk her dad into letting them be on the Tina flight Tina wants deck. to be straddling the jet inexplicably. She, she, yes. She wants to get pictures of her sister taking off and is like, I we're not going to see anything from the vulture's cockpit. Vul, vul, <laughs> vulture's row. She's like, we want to be on the deck and the dad's like, absolutely not. There's massive safety concerns. It's literally the deck for the Top Gun planes take off. Yes. Remember Danger Zone? That whole other Yes, you would be in a literal... I actually would have loved you these. Would be be, you would be in quite the Danger Why? Zone. It's right there. It, Emma, it's about 9-11. They, they couldn't lighten it up with too much humor. Then again, they did have a dog shit joke. So you know what? I'm, I'm wrong. Why did um, they even put that in there? It's not even worth it. Because there was one Disney executive, you know, kids, kids, you know, uh, they need a poop joke to lighten <laughs> up 9-11. <laughs> also, Hayden's inexplicably rocking the most nuts hairstyle I've ever seen where her hair is in mini twists halfway down her head and in little knots. But basically, everyone says, no, you cannot be in the flight dead during active flight going on, goings on. That would be an insane proposition. And Anthony's like, oh, I can get you out there. Also, I'm like, there's a thing where Bill Pullman's trying to show them how the aircrafts are going to, like, take off and line up with, like, toys. Like, not toys, like models. Models. Basically trying to show the kids, and he's being really nice, and he's, like, putting Joey on the chair so you can see. And this is why I think I hate Anthony. Like, he, like, takes the fucking toys and starts, like, drumming with them. And he's, like, as Bill Pullman's, like, explaining, he's, like, hey, sir, like, if you put those in the wrong space, like, people or an airman could die. Yeah, and as we learn later, someone did. Someone just died. Someone died, like, a week ago. It was, like, goose. And it also, like, he's drumming with him, and he goes, oh, sorry. Like, and Bill Pullman kind of yells at him, like, hey, kid, that's serious shit. Please don't play with the equipment on this aircraft carrier. And he's like, um, sorry, I was just playing. And it's like, you're too old you're to play. You're an active aircraft and, carrier. And he's fucking <laughs> he's 13. He's, like, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just playing. If that was Joey, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's a kid. You're 13. Shut, put, your, put your hands in your pockets, <laughs> fucking asshole. 
Emma threw her hands up in exasperation and dropped her phone on the ground. (laughs) So annoyed with that kid. And he's like all pissed off at Bill Pullman. And I'm like, don't disrespect Bill Pullman in this aircraft carrier. And like, he is the law. Also, like, you're too old to be playing with shit. Shut up. So I'm inter- I'm entering an interesting part of my notes, which is I realize I, I have d- my next notes is I hope these kids die. Well, but it's just, I don't. Ha- I'm noticing I don't have a lot more notes, and I think I kind of stopped taking fun notes once 9/11 happens, which so is these soon. Sneak out onto the aircraft. They, they get full. Like on, they get full on disguises. Yeah, like they're they like find those tiny. We suits? don't see it. Like it had to have been cut because like he takes them out of like an a, you know an a, a serviceman only exit kind of a thing, and they come out wearing like full flight gear like they're pretending to be stormtroopers and invading the death star and they're in full flight gear and they're watching these planes take off tina's taking photos of her sister it does look incredibly dangerous so my note is i hope these kids die they deserve it they would. this is reminding i got actually very angry this reminded me of people that die when they go into restricted areas of roller coasters yeah you had to climb over like 17 signs yes yes, so, yeah. yeah you don't think that i'm like I'm like they told you not to do that and then you're like surprised when you get your head kicked off by the batman <laughs> did that happen at six flags i feel like that's an urban legend i don't know if it actually happened like guys, the amount of urban legends from like the champagne urbana six flags that i took at <laughs> six face value like um, where is this one located a, a it's six, not in champagne urbana no six flags great america yeah it's more it? north i think there's also like two six flags great america but the word the more we're talking about the one that's in illinois that we would go to sometimes but i mean it's, i feel like it's not even specific to our six flags I feel well, like, whatever those legends I feel are like, those stories yes but like i feel like the, i feel like every theme flags. park has one of those whatever that's how I felt about these kids. I was like, they deserve the what's coming to them. The main point is... They Do you think that, like, that Six Flags just oh my puts God. those out there to, like, save their own ass? I wouldn't be surprised if, like, to discourage kids from doing that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's cheaper than installing cameras. <laughs> Guys, I actually need to cancel the podcast. Oh, God. I just found an article called Incidents at Six Flags Parks, and I have the rest of my night <laughs> booked. Anyway, Emma's, Emma's legitimately reading the article. She's not talking I'll anymore. Talk to you guys later. So anyway, they get busted by the actual like flight crew. She does get the picture she wanted of, of Grace, whatever. Then they go to the actual boss of the yeah, the actual like not first in command, not her dad, yeah. and he chews them out like giving them the whole spiel. It's like he could have died. Blah 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 blah. I hope you like one more strike and you're getting sent home, et cetera, et cetera. And then they leave. And then he looks at all the parent, like the family members that they're there with. And he goes, that should scare him. Like, don't, don't hurt him too hard. So, so he's they kind were of like, fa- I didn't really get that. They were like, was that the captain? That's the big captain. That's like the guy, Bill Pullman. Reports so the to. one time he wasn't driving, who was driving? They <laughs> The captain doesn't drive him. There's so many more. Anyway, I also recognize the cat. The captain is named Chris Ellis. Uh, I recognize him from like Apollo 13. Like he's mm-hmm. also like a pretty well-traveled actor for lack of a better term. But so then they go and have their second heart to heart again on a horribly CGI part of the ship mm-hmm. where the dad is like, listen, I like, I'm not mad, but you got to know how serious these kind of things and are. And then he goes, someone died. Someone last died last, like last during week. a training thing, but like something went wrong and we lost, he literally says we lost someone. I was yeah. like, yeah, you assholes. A man died. A man died. But then he's like, but you know, moving on from that to a lighter piece of news. I called your mom last night and I talked to her and I, we decided that I'm okay. Gonna- this one was not an urban legend this one is oh real oh my god that it wasn't great america that's why i couldn't find it it was georgia and it wasn't dark knight it was just the batman coaster you know like where your legs hang like the batman one sure no and, of course i don't Emma. okay I but don't the batman like one after losing his hat while riding the batman the ride roller coaster or teenager jumped over multiple fences surrounding the team, the we don't his name? he was i mean i'm now i'm on like business insider i've gone oh this sounds really made up i think this is all ploy by big six flags okay i'm done 
So he tells her, I talked with your dad, your mom a bunch last night. And we decided I'm not going to re-up yeah. next year. Once my tour is over, I'm done kind of a thing. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so she happy. Decides to, he decides to quit the Navy. He's quitting the Navy. Yeah. He's changing his entire way of life because his daughter said, I'm kind of sad. I also expected her at this point because she just seemed so rational. I was like, she should have a change of heart. Where's her change of heart? She's like, yay, daddy. Oh, well, you know what, Emma? It's almost like she needed a world shattering event. <laughs> To give the dad an out to stay in the Navy and basically shield him from any blame um, while also changing her perspective. We also see the brother yelling at Anthony here as he deserved a good yelling at. Oh, yeah. But this is the one other time we see him. He's like, um, hey, you fucking asshole. Um, (laughs) I didn't want to bring you on this because you're a piece of shit. The brother really lays into him. And I, this is when I had the note. I'm like, this brother is really hot. Do I just like it when men yell at me? I don't know. But he literally was like, much to unpack there. But he was really laying into him and was like. We, We have. 9-11 to go over still we don't have time but he was like hey you can go hang out with your fucking idiot he says idiot friends he's like you can go back home hang out with your fucking idiot friends as soon as this is over but he's like you got two more days with me button it up kid and like I was like thank god this kid needs a talking to well you know what the best talking to is 9-11 <laughs> then there was a talent show pre-9-11 talent show there was a talent nothing gets you excited for now oh god there was a talent show I and I just had the note that show called breakdancing had on 2001 I, my, my note is oh god is the dad gonna renege on his promise because of 9-11 yes obviously and so after the ceremonial pre-9-11 talent <laughs> show we cut to september 11th in the, in the black black screen like 5 a.m as all the alarms are going off and like okay i'm gonna put my water bottle down here's the thing everybody i don't know how many jokes we can make about the last like 30 minutes of this movie where 9-11 happens because it's just it's actually like really it's I will, so serious it's and so like, serious and also like kind of horrifying like when she woke up to the alarms going off yeah and like then was going like, up to the bridge and was getting the door slammed in her face and then she shakes uh, awake tina tina and she goes what's going on and like again hayden's an incredible actor she goes and she says no idea I teared up again. This was my third tear up. It was very emotional. It was very scary. And like like being a kid in that setting must have been so scary. And like, yeah, we've, listen, we've watched movies before that take themselves very seriously, but this is like people coping with a tragedy. That's pretty much the last like 30 minutes is them, is just 9-11 happening. And so I'm going to cover the broad beats but I don't know how many goofs we can put in this I part. I mean, I will say Pullman has to deliver a speech that is incredible about like 9-11. He's like, we don't know what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. You're watching Bill Pullman get told this yes. by a bunch of other people and you're hearing them go, and there's one field defense of me. And they're like, we, like they, like the, that feeling of like they did not know what was going on, how many more there were. Yeah, like, like they, You could feel that frenetic energy and that was very upsetting. They do a great job of everyone being like, we don't know what's happening like they're just on full alert like they just have the fighters in the air because they're like we don't know if we're going to be full on attack this is the like, speech he gives to the person yes. when he gives to the person on the ship i'm assuming like senior officers he says he's like we have a lot of people on board many of them are own kids and i teared up again but he's like we just like he's his speech is basically like we are on high alert we don't know if we're going to be that was when it got really real for me when it was like they're, they're like we don't know what's going on 
We don't know if we're about to be deployed on a mission. Mm-hmm. Like they could have gotten the call saying we need you to go yeah, fight a, someone. There's a submarine. Regardless and, if like, you have, have to, yeah. kids on it or not. Yeah. Basically. And they were like, there was a possibility, say this was an absolute like full frontal attack all over the US. Like they would have had to go with those kids regardless and fight them. And I was like, that is very scary. Yeah. That possibility just became very real. And I was like a little emotional there. Yeah. So they like corral all the tigers into like uh, a breed, like the, the mess hall with like the foosball table and stuff or, or the rec room or whatever. And he gives this old speech about like, here's what we know. This is there's independent it's, it's the independence day. His is independence day moment. And like everyone's in tears and huddled together. It's also like, you know, 6 a.m. Because they're three. This is where Hayden has they, a full tear. Because they're, they're three hours behind New York. She has a full tear going down her cheek. And then I had tears running down my face as well. So the main beats of this, everyone's freaking out. The kids are all scared. The dad enlists Hayden Panettiere to kind of be the liaison with the little kids. Make like, sure the tigers are feeling okay. Make sure they're feeling okay. Let him know how they're feeling and what they need, what they can do for them. He makes, this he, should be the least of this man's concerns. He's second in oh, command. He, it's 9-11. He's the, he's, he, he cares deeply about everything. He's the true... True military idol, whatever. Chuck, the ex-Marine, is freaking out because his brother is the one in the Pentagon. And they know a plane And they know a plane has landed in the Pentagon. And they can't, they are not sent, they are only receiving messages at this time. They are not jamming communication lines. So they can't put information out asking about, like, who's safe. There's two lines I want to draw out here. Nina is running with her sister, Tina. Tina. And she's like, are you, is it going to be okay? Like, you finally, Tina argues that 9-11 has her realize that, like, the military isn't just, like, looking cool and these sick, sick uniforms and, like, shit can get very real very quickly. And she's now finally, instead of just, like, worshiping her sister, like, scared for her sister. Yeah. And, like, are you going to get, like, just running after her? And the line that Nina's sister. Tina. The Tina Grace, sister. Her name is Grace, Grace. Says back to her is, listen, we're safe. Anybody who comes near this ship, they're dealing with me. <laughs> and I was like, I want this woman defending our country for real she's the person i want to rally behind god i was electrified by that line Um, like they're fucking dealing with me and i was like yeah they are and then also bill pullman has to deal with that asshole old white man who says something racist did you remember that part so yeah at a certain point there while they're like all the adults that are on the tiger cruise are watching the news it's not like it's not explicitly racist but he goes they're like that's what they're they're they're, tiptoeing they're they're, they're tiptoeing around it because he someone says we don't even know who did this and he he goes, goes Oh, oh, we, we know. know exactly who did this. And I was like, did did we immediately know? Like, did Al Qaeda like immediately take responsibility? Like, when I did we think, know? I, I don't know when we knew. I didn't want to Google it because I was already pretty bummed out. So, uh, excuse me for but not doing was, my due diligence. It was diligence. a weird thing to throw into a children's movie because it wasn't straightforward enough to be like educating these kids on racism. It was like a weird throwaway, I guess, for the parents in the audience. I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it definitely felt like not racism, more like like anti-Muslim, like Islamophobic. That's what I'm saying. um, Definitely very much like it was them. (laughs) Like... It was but this they don't group. go as far as naming it, no. so then it's this weird ha- line that's much, hanging there. Much like in Top Gun. Yeah, the nameless foreign the enemy. The nameless foreign enemy. But also then Bill Paxton comes, and this guy towers a step to Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman. Whatever. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yo, I have a brother that works at the Pentagon. I need to put a call out to find out if he's okay. And Bill Pullman's like, hey, no, we ain't doing no, it. Communication's not happening. And he's like, no, 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 but I'm a Marine. Like, and tries mm-hmm. to, like, pull rank Talk on this guy. He tries to, like, pull a, slip a $10 into the Mater D's hand and it's like 
doesn't go over well with Bill Pullman. And I said, yeah, can you please shut this white man up? Like, I was so Dude, sick. Dude, 9-11 is happening, happening right, right now. now. Imagine bothering the second in command of this ship with During your bullshit. 9/11. And I am aware his brother does die. He does, But yeah. you know what? Still, not this they, guy. Because they teed that up. But yeah, so. This is also where Bill Pullman goes to Haiti and he goes, sorry, I ran out on you earlier. And I go, sir, it's fine. 9-11 is happening It was right 9/11. now. Are you apologizing for doing your job as a naval officer on 9-11. There's also a moment where they bring on like more munitions and fuel in case they get to play. It's like everyone starts freaking out and he's like it's just like it's just a precaution kind of a thing. But Hayden's doing her best trying to keep the kids all calm and like she's comforting them. Like Anthony's an asshole. Yet again to five-year-old children. Because he just wants to watch the news because it's all the horrible footage of New York. I think this is like the second day. They're also showing real stock footage of 9-11 by the way in this movie. I like all the ash in the streets. You're not seeing like anything really horrifying but you're seeing fire trucks, ash, cloud of smoke. You see the plane hit the towers. Yes, they show it. That is on the TV in the background at one they point. Show they show it, yeah. That it's, it's, a, it's, it's all there. And he's watching it because he's from New York. He's worried about everyone he knows. I didn't realize he was from New York until this monologue. So when they opened on his scene and said New York City. I wasn't reading that. Again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Emma truly boggles my mind where she's like, did you notice that one car pulling up and then it's like like bright Chiron of where and when we are. She goes, oh, I didn't catch that. I, just, I, missed, I missed it. Because <laughs> I'm looking for the details. I'm, I'm in the weeds. Uh, yeah, sure. But he's being a dick because he wants to watch news. The kids want to turn it off and watch watch a movie, you know, calm down. And he like gets up angrily and goes to a different table and watches the news there. And Hayden comes down and talks to him. And as we mentioned, he gets the full New York strong speech about like, I'm from he's Staten like, Island. I'm, I'm just a mile and a half away from the river. And then, or half a mile, a half a mile. Um, you lived in New York. Why did you look at me? Don't come from East Staten Island. Um, but they're like, just you know, just half a mile out from the river. And you know, my I, my friend's parents go to work. I see them board the ferry every day to go to those towers. You ever seen them in real life? It's beautiful. And then I also said, I also, as he was starting the smile, I go, oh, there's a ton of firefighters from Staten Island. He goes, my friend's dad is a firefighter. And I was like, boom, goes dynamite. <laughs> this is a beautiful New York strong speech. He does not land this monologue the way that Hayden lands hers. No, no. And then it cuts to Emma, her. Do you, are you suggesting someone else in this film would have the acting chops like Hayden Panettiere? But then it cuts to her and she's doing a gorgeous misty-eyed tear-up. And I was like, she's out acting. Because she's him, a professional. She's out acting him without even a line. And I was like, god damn it, that's gorgeous. It's because she's a professional. You don't get to be in remember the titans at age six if you don't know what you're doing yeah, she's you don't get to act opposite denzel washington and so yeah we hayden does a sketch of her dad and like his navy garb looking all stoic and like trustworthy and like honorable whatever and she wants to go give it to him but he's tr- busy trying to figure out what to do with all the literal children that he has on this and, and uh, you know 9-11 well yeah but i mean but as a result of like they, they have this to where I said he was well, like, organizing well, flights i was like yeah, because this is the this is the day after 9-11 at this oh. point like so they're they, they're pulling into the dock soon. He has to get these kids home because then, then it has to become an active aircraft carrier again, um, depending on what's going to happen. So she tries to go talk to him and the weird pedophilic... So will they or won't they love interest <laughs> uh, who is literally 15 years older than her? Uh, it, it's like, hey, now's not a good time. And she's like, okay, I'll give it to him later. Whatever. And she goes, but she comes back another time and Chuck and his son come in and the dad has to tell them that you're brother has been reported as one of the yeah. missing because his his office was in the wing that was, was struck like, by the plane. Fuck his brother died. Then she goes out onto the CGI 
um, walkways and has a heart to heart with Chuck, I guess, where he talks about the fact that his little brother just died. And he says, and they like, also talk about her dad. And yes. he's like, it makes me safer than others men like him. Yeah, apologize to him for me because I was kind of a dick. And she's like, yeah, yeah, cool. There's also a line somewhere where she says to her dad, you promised you'd come home. And I wrote, well, we're at war now. So yeah, like, yeah. I was like, does she not? There was a line. I don't know where she says it. It's somewhere between like New York Strong and like the next you know, day I, where I, she like tries to hold him to that. And it's like, Things have changed you know, since yesterday. I, yeah, I think it's, I, excuse me, you're right. I think it's the scene where Chuck comes in. She goes in first and is yeah. talking to him. And he's like, I have to go right back out. After He goes over with her what's going to happen. Like, I got everything arranged to get everybody home. You're gonna, We're going to go into the port. It has to be really quiet because we're uh, still figuring things out. Like, we're not doing the big loud return like we had planned. Basically going over with her. And then Chuck comes in kind of. The, and he's like, and then we're going right back out. And she's like, you said you would come home. And he's like, well, there's a lot of people counting on me. Things are different. So the main message of the arc for her, not the message is just that like she's in her own head understanding a lot like with about how she feels that her dad's gone all the time but this shows her that her dad like so many people rely on him he's responsible for them like the weird pedophilic love interest is even yes. like he's like a father to a and lot she's of like, the guys that must be nice yeah uh so, so this is the first seat of that and what chuck says helps too but then they go down to the kitchen to talk to Danny, the chef. This is inexplicable. And he's like, hey, guys, uh, you know, my uncle just died. I'm trying to keep myself busy. So I made some cupcakes. If you want, have some fresh cupcakes. And he's got like a industrial mixer. The other mixer. thing I want to say about Hayden Panda's here before we get into this, how does this bitch keep walking into restricted restricted areas? She like nine, like I get before 9-11 happened when it was time, Tiger Cruise time. Like they are talking about sending these planes out and she's continually with her little picture book walking out of the bridge. I'm like lock some fucking no, door. I disagree. I think it's the opposite. I feel like when the when like Tiger Cruise activities were happening is when like you could slip by because every when you couldn't slip by because there would be people making sure there weren't kids. But when 9-11 just happened, you got people in planes, you got people check you got she people was on the radio. Like 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 it's gonna be a ghost town in there comparatively because people actually have to do their jobs and not do the fun pleasure cruise for a bunch of ten year olds. But he has Then they go to the galley and he's like I'm making some cupcakes and I go you're uncle just passed he's trying to keep himself busy i guess and he goes i like to it's keeping me they actually put that line in there because i'm sure someone watched it from the studio and said his uncle just passed <laughs> he's making cupcakes. he's making bereavement cupcakes and he's got like an industrial sized mixer going like whipping the whipped cream frosting together or something like that once again anthony the kid who drums on everything despite enjoying rap hip-hop music he pulls out his drumsticks and just like starts tapping along to the vum 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 of the mixer then danny starts tapping on the also, machine Keep in mind, this is the kid from New York and the guy whose uncle has just, just passed. Died. They have lost the most in this room. <laughs> and they are, what I cannot think of any better description for it than doing trashing the camp from Tarzan. <laughs> it's all- what the monkeys do on the pots and pans. Yeah. Where they create a song where it's like, dun, dun. Yes, yes, basically. No, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. I'm going to thank you for that great. Emma, 9-11 just happened and now is really not the Don't time. Don't worry, they do it. They get so into it. They get it. so oh. into it. And like, and and to their credit, they all end up like hooting and hollering and laughing like ha 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 ha. And, and then someone makes Hayden hate deliver this line yeah. where she goes, doesn't it feel so good? To laugh. To I, have, laugh? I haven't laughed since. <laughs> dun, 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 and that's dun. a reference to 9-11. Because 9-11 just happened. happened. Also, I don't laugh every day. Like, it's just like I haven't laughed since like, yesterday? Grow up. <laughs> Life's tough. But yeah, but this is the scene that spurred me to say, guys, 9-11 just happened. happened. Now is not the time to be doing your weird bucket drumming on pots They're and pans. bucket drumming. On pots and pans. Then they pull into the... Oh, no, no, not yet. There's a flag thing. Hayden has to go to the, the commanding officer 
officer and be like, I know we canceled all the Tiger Crew stuff, obviously, because 9-11 just happened. happened. And she says, but there's one thing we need to do that I think would make every everyone feel better. And I didn't realize when they, they had talked about this as like one of the activities is they unfurl the flag over the deck of the aircraft carrier. But it's like the civilians who do it. And they also are using it like a parachute in gym class. Yes. Little kids are running underneath it. And like playing around. And, I, and, and this is also like, and this is not going to win me a lot of fans. Um, well, we've already been riffing on 9-11 I mean, for like an hour and a half. So I already feel like people aren't going to be happy with us. They obviously are safe at Harbor. The, the, the flag unfurls. They're getting they, off the plane. They get a money shot, which is CGI, of an aircraft carrier with the big massive flag unfurled on the deck. And then they, they, they dock and they're getting off. This is when she makes the comment. Like, feels like we're in an enemy port. Because there's, there's literally like, a dude with like, like a Gatling gun out of a Humvee. 9-11 just happened. Guy, yeah, Hayden, 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 Hayden. 9-11 just happened. And so, yeah, things are different now. They get off and they're all safe. And my note here for the movie is, as an American, so happy they're safe. As a viewer of this movie, I wish they had been attacked. So you wish they had invented a fifth plane that was going off to that aircraft okay, carrier see, see, specifically. See. No, no. I would have rewritten the entire thing to have it not be 9-11. I would have done Top Gun, which is an F4 <laughs> you and You just want to watch Top Gun. That's all you have to say. But Emma, I'm thinking, no, think no, about Top no, Gun no. with kids on board. All Emma has been so into Top Gun Maverick since it came out. Emma has never, I've never known her to care that much about the original Top Gun, but for some reason, Top Gun Maverick has obsessed her every waking moment, and that's but why like, she picked Imagine those kids being trapped on the aircraft carrier and like Nina has to, Nina, Tina. Tina, you've been Tina's done Tina's sister like has times. to like take off and like she has to fight and there's like a battle. Like I just, I wanted like some, some upping of this. I wanted them to use some of that ammo. And that's how I know this military propaganda worked on me. Because <laughs> you wanted to see them destroy the enemy. Also, my last note for this movie, guys, I'll just read it to Do, do they have weapons of mass destruction? I meant you buy that too. My last note is when she calls the aircraft carrier and says, well, it's like an enemy port and then says something to her dad about like, it's all going to change something. And I, and I just go, yes, yeah, September 11th was Just two happened. days ago. Shit is going to be weird for a while. Oh, wow. Arguably, it still is. Buckle up, buttercup. Get, 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 it's get, not going to be Hayden, 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 you ever hear of the Patriot Act? Get ready oh, for that. Oh, my God. Get ready like, for that one, baby. Oh, God. But, it, yeah. So that's where I left the, this movie. Basically, this is the port of wrap-ups where... Anthony talks to his brother being they like... They don't even seem to have a good no, relationship. No, it, it actually didn't seem like it wrapped up all that well. Tina wraps up with her sister being like, I didn't realize that like... You could die. There's like real risk. It's not all like... Which, honestly, we're shitting on her for that, but like you well, might well, not realize how, well, how dangerous they, it could They be. do pay lip service to the fact where she says like, you have to understand all you see is like the cool stuff of me flying around that I send back home. Like there's a lot of hard work involved in this of like... Also like danger. So we, we don't know what we're flying into. And like, yeah. plus of the pre-9-11 world, you, you weren't flying into much. But that's... Yeah, they get wrapped up. It's never really... I never... They never really give it the big thumbs up or thumbs down if Tina has been swayed away from from joining the Navy. No, I, I think she has. I just think she understands that there's more at stake now. Yeah, I guess. Chuck now respects his sons. He says, I'm proud of you. Sailors got to eat, my boy. Because he, because Danny, he's like, you can go. The commander said you can have leave to go home for the services. He's like, no, I got to stay with the crew. Like, they're going to need me out there. Kind of a thing. And he like, shows him, yeah, he respects him. And I did think I, that was also like, the kitchen's a fucking mess. <laughs> I was doing trash in the camp a few hours ago. <laughs> there's frosting everywhere. Yeah, it, we do see it like explode. No, it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. 
Um, Joey gets to get ice cream with his mom because that was the core. That was his arc. Yeah, there was a moment where he had eaten too much ice cream, um, but now he's ready for more. He's ready to be hurt again. And Hayden connects with her dad and he's like, and she says to him, because he goes, we'll talk about everything when I'm home. Not not necessarily, I think, the home for good kind of thing, but when he does come home eventually and she goes, no, dad, like, I understand now. What if something happens again? They need you out here kind of a thing. And I was being selfish by asking you to leave. Then he's like, all right, go with this soldier. He'll take you to go meet up with your, back to our house or whatever. Oh, she gives him the drawing. He's like, oh, it's great. This is where his acting didn't land for me is he just does not seem to be that enthused by this beautiful portrait his daughter drew of him. And he gets back on the ship and a random Navy personnel guy is like, oh, the XO is your, uh, it's your dad, huh? You must must be a brat. You must be a Navy brat. And she goes, yeah, and looks up and smiles and is like, I'm a brat. Ha 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 ha. Hayden 911 just, just happened. happened. Anyway, that's Tiger Cruise. I never want to talk about this movie again. I feel really bad trying to make light of a movie about 911, but here we are. That being said, my point up top does hold. I thought this was a real pretty good movie. I like it's acted. Well done. Well acted. It's acted very well. It's written pretty well. The only thing I would critic- leave something to be designed. Yeah, that's the real main negative. The only thing I would say is like, it's not a movie where things like happen because 9-11 happens and it's just and them it's also like it's just them being on a boat I just don't know if you would ever want to sit with this no her. why would you if I'm unless you're really nostalgic for the, the if you're post 9-11 I don't even know if I would recommend that honestly there has to be something better there's oh I'm sure there's a million things better but like, if you're it, a big Hayden head and you're trying to get through her whole filmography you'd have to touch I, it yeah I guess but that being said it definitely like is a pretty solid watch if you're going for it I was gonna give it like a seven yeah I I was gonna give it a 6.5 for America I'll give it a 7 (laughs) because it's the 4th of July yeah let's actually actually let's give it a (gasps) (laughs) 7.4 I'm saluting Emma it is a podcast medium anyway uh, oh I want to watch Top Gun yeah I'm sure you do but that's not what we're going to watch next month because I decided Top Gun Maverick no yes the classic Disney Channel original movie Top Gun Maverick which came out got a dream a good sailor's gotta eat um (laughs) I decided for next month because I get to pick now. I I needed something a little light after this, so I wanted so I wanted something to lift my spirit. I've decided to go with a musical, and I wanted something with a good solid message. So come back next time. We're gonna watch Let It Shine, which oh. I've heard is a really good movie. It's about like I only found this out when I was going through the list. Is I believe it is a hip hop infused retelling of Cyrano de Bergerac. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Where a kid who writes hip-hop like likes this girl but has someone else sing it and it's 10 out of 10 already (laughs) but i've heard it's really good and i really want to watch it and i could use a little bit of levity after this one so we're gonna do that next time emma where can people find you on the internet um drinking heavily after that movie (laughs) um no, I am at Emma Stone Tyler on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you so much for everybody supporting me there. But of course, you can find us on Twitter at Comedy Podcast. Give us a like, give us a follow. We really, really appreciate it. Rate and review us But on of course, iTunes. also do that. Give us a good old rate and review on iTunes. We deeply, deeply appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Um, you should also check out all the great shows at audioentropy.com. There's going to be one you like. I guarantee it. Um, but I think that's everything for now guys thank you so much i hope you're having a great summer and we will see you next time bye-bye bye now decoms forever if i could have your attention please i have to make an announcement that we all need to respond to as intelligently and as calmly as possible since it will impact our lives today probably for many years to come 
We just received word a little while ago that an orchestrated string of airline hijackings has occurred. These planes were used in a surprise attack on the World Trade Center in New York. It appears the attacks are continuing. The nation has gone on full alert. We don't know who's responsible for them or why. What we do know is that at approximately 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, an airliner departed from Boston en route to Los Angeles. It was hijacked shortly after takeoff and diverted to New York, where it was deliberately crashed into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. Almost simultaneously, a second airliner was hijacked, diverted to New York, and also was crashed, this time into the South Tower of the World Trade Center. Both of our towers are destroyed. The loss of life is expected to be in the thousands. There are reports of at least one other hijacking. This is an extremely grave situation for our country. Let me assure all the family members, the crew who we have on board with us, you're gonna be safe. And I wanna say, that I feel proud that every man and woman on this ship is ready and trained to be part of any response our nation may decide to make against those who have perpetrated these attacks.